0: at the stick from who's got it better than us to brick by brick it's always the 49ers way from off season to game day yeah we talk that it's the 49ers It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, 49ers News Update episode. Lots of 49ers news, of course, coming after the Sunday night battle against the Denver Broncos. Injury updates and all kinds of other decisions, just like Diamond Lenore starting over Sammy Womack. We're gonna get into all that right now. Starting off with the big news, Trent Williams got injured in the game. He got rolled up on by former teammate DJ Jones. Uh, and it turns out that Trent Williams has a a high ankle sprain, in fact, which is going to keep him out for at least four to six weeks. That's not good. Of course, Kyle Shannon, when asked, they were going to put Trent Williams on the injured reserve. They're going to try to refrain from doing so. They're only allowed to put so many guys on the IR and bring them back. They're trying not to use those spots. Also not trying to use that spot with Tyron Davis-Price either. Uh, That's why him and Tyler Croft still haven't went on the IR, and I don't expect them to. Because you need to make sure that you can continue to bring players back if necessary. You have Elijah Mitchell on the long-term IR. Hopefully he comes back after his eight weeks are up. But the Fournier's are going to have some decisions to make at left tackle. It appears that Kyle Shanahan knows which way he wants to go. Uh, But with Trent Williams being out, there's a tremendous hole and void at the left tackle spot. A place you didn't expect to have to have a player come in right away. Now, it's normal for Trent Williams to miss a couple games here and there. Uh, but four to six weeks is a big undertaking for this 49ers offensive line. Chris Forster is going to have to do a really good job. Uh, Jalen Moore didn't prove to be the answer in his seven snaps that he got against the Denver Broncos. Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb were absolutely difficult for him. So the 49ers went to a different guy, and that guy is tackle Colton McKivitz. Now, Colton McKivitz uh, is a player that has a lot of experience, but it was just last year the 49ers went ahead and waved him and then signed him to the practice squad. He came up. It's interesting that his start at left tackle is going to come against the Los Angeles Rams because the last time that Colton McKivitt started a football game, it was at left tackle in place of Trent Williams against the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game. Uh So Colton McKivitz knows what he's getting himself into now. It could have been a little bit more difficult than that one because he was going against uh, future Hall of Famer Vaughn Miller, and Vaughn Miller is absolutely fantastic. That makes it more difficult for McKivitz. But McKivitz has been in, uh, dealing with an ankle injury of his own. Uh, but he went in there and Shanahan said that the right now, that's what they're going to do. They're going to put Colton McKivitz in place of Trent Williams. So he's going to be the starting left tackle. But overall, this 49ers offensive line has some movement that's going on. It's definitely going to be interesting. Trent Williams replaced by Colton McKivitz. We'll see what that means throughout the week as we continue to talk about this matchup of the 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. Niners are a game away from uh, tying the division. I think that's interesting. More injury news coming out of the game is that starting linebacker, starting uh, Sam linebacker, Aziz Al Shire, has a sprained MCL. Kyle Shanahan said it's very similar to the same injury that Elijah Mitchell had. Elijah Mitchell's injury has required him to be out eight weeks. Uh, they put him on the IR. So Kyle Shanahan thinks it's going to be a similar time frame, which means Aziz Al Shire's not coming back for a while. Um, that's a long time. We're talking the end of November, early December, before we see Aziz Al Shire... Warriors are going to have to rely on other linebackers. The good news is they still have Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner who play about 70% of uh, the snaps, you know, more, 70% more snaps than Aziz Al Shire. Al out there, I believe, in the first two weeks, it was about 19% of the time. So you have to get somebody that replaced that. Uh, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles came in and played 19 snaps during the game, and I thought he did a pretty good job. I expect him to be the guy playing in those base 4 3 sets. Opposite of Fred Warner and Andre Greenlaw. So they're going to go with Flanagan Fowles. They also have Oren Burks as well. Who they brought him for Green Bay, who's a special teams ace. And that could mean we see a linebacker elevated from the practice squad. Uh, they've got some guys there. Marce- Marcelina McCrary Ball, who a lot of people are very excited about, is down there. He could be on his way up to fill this. Um, we'll see. But uh, the four years definitely need to make a move at the linebacker spot because... Are going to be without Aziz for eight weeks, and I don't think that's what anyone wanted to hear. Um, that's unfortunate. Aziz is a guy that's coming into a contract year, you know. Trey Greenlaw got his extension, Aziz wants to get paid. Uh, this doesn't make it easy for Aziz to get paid out there on the open market. He's now at two years where he's gotten injured, that's not a good sign. So, um, prayers up to Aziz. Hopefully, Aziz will be back uh, before we know it, and the four yards defense can, can continue to uh plug along because it's not easy sledding, but the defense has been playing well. Uh, more news comes out about Eric Armstead. Of course, Armstead misses the game on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. Uh, they just heard it was a foot injury. Kyle Shanahan, you know, didn't really give a lot of information about what the foot injury was. Well, Eric Armstead has come out and clarified what that injury is, and that is uh, plantar fasciitis, which means Eric Armstead's got something he's dealing with that's progressively gotten worse. That it's been injured since before Chicago in week one, and that it just got worse and worse uh, heading into Seattle. It was difficult. He tried to give it a go against Denver, went out on the field, uh, tried to warm up, tried to get it going, and it just wasn't there. So don't know how long Eric Armstead is going to be gone, but the 49ers did free up money from Trent Williams' contract last week. They might need to find a short-term replacement for him. Rumors have been that Indominus Sue would be somebody the 49ers would be targeting. I don't know if that's the truth. That's just a rumor. Uh, But if Armstead is going to be out a significant amount of time or they're worried about that, um, they could look to bring in another veteran defensive lineman. I thought overall their team played really well without Eric Armstead. Um, but, you know, how many times do you want Hassan Ridgeway or Kevin Givens to start? I think that'll be the decision. I think both guys played really well If fact, Givens played fantastic. We'll see what the 49ers ultimately do. But uh looks like they could be without Armstead for a little while. Hopefully, Armstead comes back uh, feeling better than ever. And that could also explain why he wasn't as dominant as he normally is in week one and two. Dealing with the foot injury just wasn't a hundred percent not as fast. A lot of people talking about him not moving well when he's trying to get after um, you know, different guys, Justin Fields and, and the other quarterbacks that he went against, like Geno. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense for the 49ers. And um, more injury news is now in the struck the offensive tight end room. Again, of course, you have Tyler Croft that's out with the MCL. Um, you have you know, George Kittle had been out. They've they've had some injuries along this tight end room, and now Ross Dwelly's dealing with a rib injury. Now it didn't seem to be too significant because uh, he's considered day to day, so it seems like Ross Dwelly will be good to go. Warriors, of course, have George Kittle who came back from injury, and they still have Charlie Warner. So those are the three tight ends right now. As Croft is on the or is um, you know injured and unable to perform with a knee injury, they do have Troy Fumagalli on the practice squad. They could always elevate him. If Ross Dwelly is not able to go against the Rams, I have a sneaky suspicion that he's going to be able to go. And that's why he's listed as day to day. Um, Then we got positive news. You got to get some positive news in there. And the positive news is Daniel Brunskill appears to be getting close to getting back. Kyle Shanahan said he expects for Daniel Brunskill to practice that practice this week. That is good news for the 49ers with the report from Kyle Shanahan that Colton McKivitz is going to start at left tackle. Where exactly does Daniel Brunskill fit? Uh, does he go into the center spot and take over for Jake Brendel, who has, in my opinion, played very average this year and sometimes struggled? Or does he go in there and take over for Spencer Burford, who's played very well? Of course, this game was a little bit tougher than the last two, but uh, he's also going against a better defensive line and a better defensive scheme overall. So I'm interested to see what the 49ers do with Daniel Brunskill. I would be surprised if they left him as just a backup. As a rotational guy, when you're missing a guy like Trent Williams and you have, you know, mediocre play at best from Jake Brendel, you've got to think Daniel Brunskill could be in line to get one of those spots and get in there and play. Now, maybe they'll ease him in because he still is coming off the hamstring injury. Uh, but Daniel Brunskill's is coming at the right moment. We're getting injured. You know, we finally suffered our, our first injury to the offensive line. I was hoping they were going to be able to play all 17 games together. But uh, Trent goes down. It wasn't his fault. One of those freak injuries that happens, you know, and a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman roll up on another offensive lineman, it stinks. Um, but these injuries happen. But Brunskill could be coming back at the right time, and that could be good news for the 49ers. We'll see if he gets out there and practices this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, we'll see what happens. Of course, this week's going to be a little bit different with Monday night football against the Rams on Monday. Also, more good news for the 49ers as Kyle Shanahan talked about Jimmy Ward and Jason Verrett and said they could start practicing after this week if the 49ers feel that they are ready to do so. Um, Of course, that doesn't mean they would be back for Carolina or Atlanta. What that means is they would open the practice window and they would have three weeks to be able to bring these guys back, decide where they're at. Of course, you can activate them and put them on your active roster or you could end up putting them on IR for the rest of the year, which means they would be done. Um, So they'll be very cautious about when they open that window, knowing that if they open the window, these guys need to be back within three weeks. And with so many guys kind of hovering around the IR uh, with, you know, TDP, Tyler Croft, um, Aziz Alshire, Trent Williams, you got to make some decisions there. So getting these guys back would be huge for this 49ers defense because yes, you're really good, but with these guys, you're even better. The versatility that both of them provide your football team, the veteran leadership and the understanding of off- offensive concepts is through the roof. Well, I'm looking forward to getting these guys back, but I think it's good news that Kyle Shanahan starting to talk about the fact that these guys are going to be back at some point. Um, so, so a little bit of good news coming out of Santa Clara, even with all the, the tough news that's coming. And then Kyle Shanahan discussed Diomero Lenore, because one of the things that was clear early on in this football game is that Samuel Womack was not playing nickel corner, that it was Diomero Lenore. Now, of course, we did see Womack. He logged two plays one in which he knocked the ball out. I mean, he almost created a turnover. Um, that's something he did all throughout the preseason. But when Kyle Shanahan was asked why they went with De'Amer Lenore, they said they just liked the way he looked in practice. Uh, they felt that like he played really well in this game and that overall he was the better player than Samuel Womack. I thought that was very interesting comments because uh, I was wondering what, in fact, was the reason they decided to go with De'Amer Lenore or Samuel Womack. And it appears he just straight beat him out, that they were ready for Lenore. One thing I will say about Lenore is Lenore is an excellent tackler. Um, that's something he can definitely help your football team with. So he has that advantage over Samuel Womack. Or Womack has the advantage, he's an absolute playmaker. He usually makes plays. You know, he did not make any plays during the first two uh, games of the season. But I thought overall he's been an exciting player. Um, so we'll see what happens as they move forward. Lenore moves in. They've been doing some things versatility-wise where they move uh, Lenore to the outside and then move Emmanuel Mosley into nickel. They did that a couple of times as well. So maybe it was Lenore's versatility that actually, you know, made him catapult over Samuel Womack. thought that was interesting because this is something the 49ers uh, fans have been calling for ever since the Lenore was drafted at Oregon was, Hey, this guy's going to be the future uh, eventual future replacement for K1 Williams. Right. Uh, and then he never really played nickel corner last year, coming out of training camp for a week. Uh, this year, once there was an injury, um, then that's when it started happening. So, the uh, Lenore is an interesting guy. I'm curious to see what happens all throughout this week and who the 4 decide to go with at the nickel corner spot because this week's going to be tough because you're going against, you know, one of the NFL's best in Cooper Cup, and he likes to line up in the nickel a lot. The four are going to have to find the matchups to be able to slow down Cooper Cup. You can't stop him, but you can slow him down, and this defense is absolutely fantastic. Uh, they've been playing really well, but they have injuries that they got to overcome. You know, to Eric Armstead, to Aziz Al Shire, those ones are going to be tough. But the 49ers still did hold the Broncos to 11 points. And on offense, they got to overcome the injury to Trent Williams, their first real injury to this offensive line. Hopefully, that's the only injury to the offensive line. But at least there are reinforcements coming as Daniel Brunskill appears to be getting healthy and ready to come back. That is good news for the 49ers. And then it's just good news when you hear that Jimmy Ward and Jason Brett are coming back. Hopefully at some point they will. I'm not sure they'll be coming back for week five or week six. Um, but just knowing that we're inching closer to that, I think, will make people feel a lot better. So thank you guys so much for watching this 49ers news update. Just bringing you up to speed on what's going on with the 49ers. What Kyle Shanahan had to say about all of these injury updates. Uh, it's it's a, it's. One of those times where things are happening in 49ers land. But I really appreciate you all joining. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have the opportunity like the video, comment, uh, subscribe to the channel. That means a lot when you subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it so much. Hope you guys all have a great day. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.